Praise the Lord, Revelation chapter number uh, 14 tonight. Revelation chapter number 14. This is our 32nd message. 32nd message. Hasn't been a long time, but it, it really doesn't seem like it. It seems like it's went so fast. I've enjoyed it, and I praise the Lord for it. And we still got you. Uh, we still got you about, about six more chapters there after this chapter. So Revelation chapter number 14 is where we'll find our text. Uh, we'll be done quickly here this evening. And um, amen. I like to come to the house of God. I, listen, I, I love preaching. Okay, I'm going to hear a lot of preaching. I'm going to get to do some preaching this week. And I bless the Lord for that and thank the Lord. Um, man, I, I, kids are my heart and I love kids. Um, I love teens because this is their time. Amen. This is their time to do some things. I understand we don't have none, but I got a burden for them. And uh, certainly, uh, uh, Lord willing, uh, we'll be able to preach in, in, in the presence of probably 100, 150 this week and, and uh, at one time. And man, what a blessing that is to be able to do that um, and possibly even more. But um, I, I'm thankful. But I tell you is that when, when it comes down to it, um, Lord help them, Lord help them in the, in the, in the, air, in the time error that they have to raise up in. I'm 26 years old and I've seen it uh, in my time, but man, Lord help the next heir. Lord, Lord help Elisha and Micaiah and those boys and Malachi and, and Abigail and Samuel. And just, just, just thank God, thank God that, that they're in godly homes, amen. And that's, that's a big deal in this day. Um, but we'll read two verses tonight, and you can stand to reverence the reading of the Word of God tonight. In verse number 12 of the book of Revelation, chapter number 14, uh, um, we've read through verse number 11. We've went through verse number 11, and um, now we would be in verse number 12. I am on the right path, right? We're still in the right place we need to be. Amen. Revelation chapter 14, verse 12, the Bible says, Here's the patience of the saints. Uh, here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. From henceforth, yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. Thank you for listening. Thank you for um, standing. You can be seated. Lord, we need your help tonight. We bless your holy name. Thank you for giving us the time and the word uh, tonight, Lord. And I pray, God, that you would be ma- uh, magnified in all ways. Lord, thank you for, um, thank you that, uh, for saving my soul, Lord. And uh, I ask you, dear God, in the name of Jesus, to please help the preaching of the word tonight. Uh, feed your people, Lord, your word, um, uh, through your word, feed the flock. Lord, we love you. We praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Excuse me, I'm going to take a drink of water. And then we'll be in preaching mood. Amen. A negative point of view was what we were, have been seeing through Revelation chapter number 14. It's been, uh, prior to this, a uh, practical point of view, but it's been uh, negative, if you will, from the, from the scene of Babylon where he said, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. And, and that great city, and it gives a voice. And last week we learned of three heavenly preachers where God sends those three angels down and they preach the gospel uh, or everlasting gospel for um, one last time. It's almost a, a, a chance. One more time they're pleading with the people of the world uh, to be born again. Uh, and so here we see, um, this will be our 32nd message uh, through this book. And, and last week we saw um, those preachers but this week it seems like not the scene hasn't changed uh, um, but 
Maybe the scenery has changed, if you will, um, just a little bit. And this evening we'll look at the saints that died in the Lord. Uh, the Bible says they died in the Lord. And it's certainly a blessing to be saved, wouldn't you say? Uh, um, but, but it's a wonderful blessing, as we'll see, uh, um, that not everyone has taken the mark. Uh, not everyone is bowing to uh, the Antichrist and to Satan uh, and to the false prophet. Not everyone uh, is rejecting Christ. In these days, uh, hey, we have many in this day uh, um, that are not uh, re- that are rejecting Christ. Uh, but thank God for those who will stand uh, and stay uh, with the stuff uh, and not not move, and not sway, and not 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 they'll not wobble on the axle, if you will, or straddle the fence to use those terms. Uh, they're not like a wave that's tossed about like an ocean uh, and that's going in and out. But they'll stay with the stuff, uh, and we need to stay with this stuff in these days. Uh, uh, it's like the Lord gives us a breath, breath of fresh air in these two verses uh, because the next verses start judgment again as He thrusts the sickle into the earth uh, and He pulls out all of those and it's not the rapture of the church. Uh, um, but what it is is there's a harvest uh, that's a fixing to take place uh, and God has given us a picture of those things. But I'm telling you, uh, He places these two verses in there uh, um, kind of like He told Elijah Elijah in the old days, hey, uh, um, there's still 7,000 uh, that's over there that haven't bowed to Baal, uh, that haven't worshipped Him. Uh, and I believe that's kind of the idea that's taking place here. On that note, I'm going to preach on these tribulation saints tonight. Preach on this thought, the remnant that stayed right. The remnant that stayed right. Everybody with me tonight? Uh, amen. Let's notice three points. We'll be done. Notice the first, notice first thing tonight uh, um, uh, that we'll see that they will remain faithful. They will remain faithful. Verse 12 says, Here is the patience of the saints. Uh, as we look at this, it's apparent that these people were a people of faith. Uh, they were saved people, wouldn't you say? Amen. They were saved people. They stayed with God and they stuck it out uh, um, through all of that time. Uh, and I want you to notice that they continued in their faithfulness. Uh, faithfulness. They continued in it. Uh, the Bible says that this is the patience of the saints. Uh, um, now this speaks of steadfastness. Uh, it speaks of continuance. It speaks of endurance. Uh, and the hard days. Of, uh, um, there's hard days in the midst of tribulation. We've just seen what's taking place. Uh, and we're fixing to see what's going to take place. Uh, you remember how I would keep reminding you that chapter 6 uh, or chapter, we'll even go to chapter 5 uh, through chapter number 12 uh, is, the, is the picture of the revelation through a, a telescope, but then we're getting into the picture of revelation uh, uh, and through a microscope. It's a very clear picture uh, and we're seeing it clear, but at the end of this chapter, uh, we're in the midst of the fight, the battle of Armageddon. Is that not right? Look with me. The Bible says, And another angel came out of heaven, verse 17, which is heaven. Uh, let's go down a little farther. And the, verse, verse, verse 19, And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the winepress was trodden without the city and blood. Came out of the horses, I mean, came out of the winepress even unto the horse bridles. By the space of a thousand and six hundred furlongs. You say that, preacher, that's not the same Armageddon. That's not the same fire. I beg to differ because how come it how come the same one is a thousand and six hundred furlongs later on? 
chapter number 19. How come it's the same? I believe this is in the midst of the battle of Megiddo. I mean, in the battle of Armageddon. I believe it's in the midst of the valley of Megiddo and they're fixing to take place. So what's happening here is a very clear picture of the end times. The end times. And there's the patience of the saints. And he said, these are they which have been endured, who have endured, who have kept the faith, who have remained steadfast and continued in the things which they have learned. And and remember, it's hard days in this middle of this. They have made it and they have stayed right. People say it's too hard to it's too hard to stay right nowadays, preacher. It's hard. It's not easy. It's not easy. But imagine these days. And they stayed right and they stuck with the stuff, uh, with all the vices, with all the temptations, with all the wickedness and the persecution. Uh, they didn't sway, but they continued uh, to be faithful to God. Uh, um, they chose to stick with what was right uh, and they chose to stick with God. Uh, they looked past the present problems uh, and looked to the future promises that were going to come. Uh, and friend, I'm telling you, that's what we can do. Uh, the Bible says, uh, but beloved, be steadfast, unmovable, uh, always abounding in the work of the Lord. uh, For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord, uh, we must remain steadfast, friends. Uh, Our world is wicked. People are falling out. Uh, Churches are conforming to this world. uh, But they think we are too hard on the small things. Uh, But I'm telling you, press on for the glory of God. Uh, Press on for the glory of God. Uh, Farther on, still go far. Uh, account the milestones as you go. Uh, and I'm thanking God tonight that we can continue in faithfulness. We can continue. They continued in faithfulness. Secondly, um, they continued. Uh, they were committed. They were committed in faithfulness. Uh, and now it says uh, very clearly that they uh, oh, had went through and they had dealt with some things. We understand uh, that it says these are they in verse 13. Uh, these are they actually in verse uh, here are they, here are they, here are they. It's the same ones that we've just preached on up above. I'm not talking about the 144,000. I'm talking about other ones that were saved because of the 144,000. And maybe these got saved as well through the three preachers. Can't say that they didn't. Can't say that they did either. But they were committed uh, to faithfulness. They stayed with God. They held uh, the Bible high. uh, And they were faithful to Christ. Uh, um, They counted it the will of God to suffer for Christ. Didn't we learn of that this morning? Anybody remember that far? 1 Peter chapter number 4, they counted the will of God to suffer for Christ. They counted the will of God. They made their choice long ago that they would stay with God. You know why why Joseph was the clearest picture in all of Scripture about who Jesus was in the Old Testament? You know why he was the clearest portrayal or picture or, or, or type of Christ? Because he chose a long time ago that he was going to stay with Christ. He chose in times prior who he was going to stick with, who he was going to stay with. You know why he didn't bow and why he didn't conform to the to Pharaoh, I mean to uh, Potiphar's wife? Because he chose that he was going to stay that way until he got married. He chose that he was going to do it until he got right with God, until he got with somebody. And he chose it uh, before. Uh, and I'm telling you something. If you'll make your mind up now what you're going to do, uh, you will not have to worry about it later. 
When the opportunity arises itself and uh, its ugly head is uh, lifted up, you will not have to make the decision then. Uh, You need to make your decision now what you're going to do. Amen. Today it doesn't take much to keep people out of the house of God. It doesn't. People pout. People can complain if they don't get their way. And but glory to God, we have we have to stay right. We have to stay committed uh, to God and the things which are pertaining unto Him. Uh, these saints stayed right no matter the circumstances, uh, and that's important in our days. The Bible still does say in so much more the day as you see the day approaching. I don't know about you. I means for not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Um, and I'm telling you something, in this day, do not, do not see, the, does anybody in here not see the day approaching? Yes, I see the day approaching. Jesus could come at any time and there's nothing holding him back. Amen. But they, these, these saints, they'll remain faithful. They'll represent faithfulness. We see, and that's number two tonight, they'll represent faithfulness. It says, here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. And they give us a clear demonstration of what faithful, uh, what a faithful Christian looks like. They demonstrate it. They represent faithfulness. If I were to look at anybody in the Bible, there's many people that were, but I'm telling you right there, they were faithful. Nobody dealt with as much adversary as they're going to deal with. Remember? Remember, I mean, Satan is on earth. Satan is there at that time and he's dealing with them specifically. And I'm telling you something, they were faithful to keep the commandments first. They had their, they had their things right. Everybody with me? They had some things right in their days. They had decided that they were going to keep some things first uh, in their life. The Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. All the things that are above that. Get context and we'll understand it. Um, But I'm telling you the truth, friend. uh, Whether it be food, finances, uh, or whatever it may be, God can. Do you not think, I mean, we we, we doubt God. we, we, We doubt God more than we want to portray. No, it's the truth. We doubt God more than we want to portray when it comes to certain areas. Because when certain areas come, I mean from the pulpit to the pew, when certain areas come about, we just go doubtful and crazy about it. How in the world is this going to happen? I don't know. Maybe just talk to the one who owns it all. Amen Amen or not. I'm just telling you something. They were faithful to keep the commandments first. Uh, And this doesn't represent just the ten. In, 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 in Exodus chapter number 23, I think, or 19 or whatever it is. I think it's 19. But, but it, that's not just the 10. That's not just the 613. No, this is the Bible. They kept this. That's a, that's a hard task. That's a hard task. They lived the Word of God uh, as they should live the Word of God. Uh, though the world was going the other way, they stayed right. Amen. It's cost us numerically to stay right around here. Yes. But thank God for men and women who, of God who have stayed right. They have stayed right in, uh, when it comes to their doctrine, when it comes to their dress, uh, when it comes to their daily walk, their display of Christ. Uh, when it comes to all those things, they stayed right with God. And I thank God for that. Amen. The Bible is right and we must live it uh, and we must keep it first. The world uh, is turning the other way and churches are compromising uh, and changing, but we must stay with this blessed book. Amen. If this book says it's wrong, 
It's wrong. Like it, lump it, or whatever you want to add to it. Take it across the road and dump it. I don't care. Whatever it is. If it's wrong, if this says it's wrong, it's wrong. If this says it's right, it's right. Amen. That we were faithful to keep the commandments of uh, uh, first. They were faithful to keep Christ first. Now notice the last part of this verse. The Bible says, "And commandments of God and the faith of Jesus." The wicked world pales in comparison to what will, what it will be then. And they decided that they would stay right for Christ and to Christ. We have no idea how much it costs to live for Christ like they will. We have no idea how much it would cost for them. Most of them will be martyred for Christ. Understand me. Most of them will be. They, they made the choice to follow Christ. No matter the cost. They will not buy. They will not sell. Their kids will not eat. None of those things will happen because they made the choice to follow Christ. I'm telling you, they won't have important necessities. They won't have needs. Uh, They won't have needs. We have wants. They won't have needs. Because they've chosen to go with Christ. They will be hunted. They will be hiding. uh, And they will be haunted, I can only imagine, by the extremities of that time. I can only imagine, but these times yet, they will stay with Christ. It will stay with Christ. Will you or have you made the choice in your life uh, this evening? Uh, Will you stay right in a world that is going wrong? Uh, Don't compromise. Keep God first. Keep Christ and His commandments first. They will remain faithful. They will represent faithfulness. And lastly, um, they will rejoice forevermore. Amen. Verse 13, I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from the labors and the works do follow them. Y'all notice y'all, they be, uh, never mind, I'm not going to jump ahead. Look at, what, look at what is said, look at what is said in this verse. It's very clear, the, 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 the picture that it's given here. What, what, it, it's a very view of splendor. I mean, we can, if we can shout and raise our hands and thank God about heaven while we're singing, we can thank God while we're preaching about heaven. Amen. I'm telling you, what a view of splendor this has given us. Uh, It says, I heard a voice, blessed are the dead uh, which uh, die in the Lord. Do you know what the Bible says? Uh, Never mind. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to get ahead of myself, so just give me a second. Well, what does that mean? What does it mean to those that die in the Lord? Now, Now, when the time came that they would die, until then, they stayed right. That's what it means. They died in the Lord. Listen, the Bible doesn't tell us. I mean, we have it all wrong. You know, I've said it. You've said it. We've all said it. We've probably went to funerals and we've said something along the lines. We'll be shaking somebody's hand and say, I'm sorry for your loss. Listen, if they're saved, you didn't lose them. I mean, you're just going to see them again. If you lose something, that means you don't know where it is. And I, I, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I know where some of my family is that's left. But blessed, blessed are they which die in the Lord. The Bible says in Psalms 116 or somewhere around there, blessed are they which die in the Lord. I'm thankful that one day when I die from this earth, I will die in the Lord. 
Amen. And they're dying in the Lord. And praise the Lord, they remained faithful. They represented faithfulness. And now, because of that, they're able to rejoice forevermore because of it. And friend, I've noticed a few things about it. I want you to notice, number one, they're rejoicing with their Lord. The Bible says, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. And that word blessed means, it keys in the word rejoicing and committing. And imagine the rejoicing around the throne of God. All the cares that had them bound. Everything that bothered them here. It didn't go with them there. Everything that haunted them here and was and made them to hide here. It did not bother them and follow them home. And friend, hallelujah, what a day. And Don't cry for me. I will have just begun to live. I don't love Billy Graham, but Billy Graham said this. He said, when you read it in the newspaper that Billy Graham has passed or died, don't believe it. I've just begun to live. Amen, friend. That's the truth. Rejoicing with my Lord, I will only have begun to live. Amen. I wrote in the end of my Bible, I think it's this Bible, I wrote it there where the Bible says, there at the bottom, let's see. It says, Everybody turn to the last page in your Bible. Not the literal last page, but Revelation 22. Revelation 22. Anybody's Bible say the end? That's good. You might have a better Bible than I do, but mine says the end. Okay, mine says the end, but I think it's the beginning for those who have been saved. Does anybody say that? I can't see nobody. I took my glasses off. I'm not talking about the last verse. Mine says the end on the commentary. Mine says the end right below it. But it's not the end. Somebody say amen. It's not the end. It's the beginning. It ain't the end for me. That's the only the beginning because that's that's when time ends. Maybe, maybe we should put instead of the, put time ends. I mean, because that's the only thing that ends. It's time. Nothing else ends in that day. Time. And, and we could alliterate it and go all the way through it. Time and torment and just tribulation and transgressions. We could go through all those things. And we won't have to deal with and Satan and, and, and sinners and sin and sorrows. And we go all the way through it. But thank God that at that time it will end for all besides the saved. It will only be the beginning. Amen. We'll be rejoicing with the Lord forevermore. Praise the Lord. They are rejoicing with their Lord. They are resting with the Lord. The Bible says in that verse, let me see if I can find my place. The Bible says verse 13, henceforth, yea, said the Spirit that they may rest for their from their labors, it will all be over when they reach their heavenly abode. I am the dreariness, the heartache, the pain, the sorrow, the running, the hiding. All of that will be over. The final resting place will be theirs forevermore. Amen. Miss Mildred up in the nursing home. She says, "I'm ready to go home." I would be too if I lived 95 years in this wicked world. She says, I'm ready to go home. And man, I'm telling you something. I bet you in the midst of that tribulation, they were ready to go home. I'm ready to go home right now. 
Ready to go home, the Bible says, henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness with the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me, give him, give us his appearing, not to me only, but all of them that love his appearing. So what 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 will it be? Are you looking for him? And thank God I'm looking for him. One day the rest from our labors will be over. But while we're here, press on. Press on. Don't, don't, don't end before you land over there. Don't end your life before your life's ended. Huh? Amen. They're resting from their labors. They're rejoicing with the Lord. And lastly, we see in their works, do follow them. They are rewarded for their labors. Now, now in prior times, they were followed and tracked down by the enemy. Right? They were chasing after them, but now they're followed. It's amazing that they're still followed. But nothing, it's nothing evil. Amen. It's by their works. They're followed by the works. Hallelujah. What a change. They had been faithful and they were rewarded. They will be rewarded because of their faithfulness. And they, their labor was not in vain in the Lord. Amen. I mean, it's a glad thing, uh, and it could be a sad thing uh, that our Lord has a record book. Uh, but I'm telling you something, it ought to be a glad thing for the child of God that He keeps record, uh, and He will not forget you. He will not forget you what you've done, uh, because He keeps a record. Uh, um, they didn't work to get their salvation, uh, and they didn't work to keep their salvation, uh, but they were working to proclaim their salvation. Uh, um, they were not caring uh, of who, they, who saw them. Uh, they were not ashamed of the gospel. God did not forget what they were doing and what they had done for Him. And I'm telling you something, friend, here tonight. When you get there, I promise you, if you were ashamed of the gospel, He said, I'll be ashamed of you in front of my Father. And what a day that's going to be. But for some days, it will be a sad day when we get there and we have nothing to take with us. That's why I preach the way I do. That's why I live the way I do. Amen. Be wrong of me to preach the way I do and live the way I live different. Amen. But I live the I live what I try my heart to live what I preach. I'm telling you the truth, friend, is that what's going to happen there, uh, and like I've said many times, and you've said, uh, I don't believe Jesus is going to say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, if you weren't a well done, good and faithful servant. Amen. I don't believe you. I don't believe he will. Because if he would, he would be a liar. And I'm telling you, I believe he's going to do it. Uh, but I'm telling you, when we get there, uh, what a day it's going to be uh, if we're standing before him uh, and we're able to receive the crowns uh, and cast them at his feet. Amen. I don't want to make a cling, friend. I want to make a clunk. Amen. I want to be heavy. I want to be heavy. I, I'm thanking God tonight. Friend, I thank God tonight that we can rest one day and we can be rewarded one day. But I want to have something to take with me. One man lived his whole life and he got saved in a nursing home. At the end of his life, in the nursing home bed, the hospice table was in there. And they said that, um, he said, uh, uh, after his, uh, I think his pastor led him to the Lord, uh, uh, he said, Preacher, I'm so glad to be saved. Uh, he said, but the saddest part is I don't have anything to take with me. I'm telling you something. You better rack up some things to take with you because you ain't taking nothing with you that was before you got saved. You will not take one thing with you that was before you got saved. You only have to take a sin with you before you got saved. 
Amen. But I'm telling you something. You better get working. You better get working. I don't care how old you are. You better get to working. Because I'm telling you the truth here is that what's going to happen when you get there is you're going to be rewarded from, 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 from the moment of salvation on. And I want something to go with me. I want something to take with me. And I want something to follow me. You know, I preached that message um, that, that you harm me here, but you can't follow me home. And, and, and I'm thankful that things aren't going to follow me home, but my works are going to follow me home. And Lord, help us. Because when he gets there and we're able to, we're presented before him, we're presented before him at the, great, at the judgment seat of Christ. And he throws our works into that fire. And none of them pop out the other end. No refining to it. Only trash. There's, six, there's three rewards and there's three, um, there's three riches and there's three ruins, if you will. There's the riches of gold, silver, precious stones. There's wood, hay, stubble. So when he throws it in there, it's going to come out of one of those things. It can either be refined or it can be ruined. No in between. And I want to take some things with me. I don't know why I've got stumped here, but this is where we're at. We're done. But I want to take some things with me. I want to do as much as I can while I can do them. I really do. I'm not talking about burning out. I used to say when I was younger, a younger preacher, I know I'm still a young preacher, but I used to say when I was a young preacher, man, I would rather burn out than rust out. Both of them's out. I don't want to be either one. I just want to be in this thing. I want to stay in this thing. There's nothing in my mind that's going to turn me away and cast me aside. There's nothing in my mind. But the only thing is in my mind, Paul said, I myself could be a castaway and I don't want to be a castaway. So I know it's possible. But man, right now I want to do what I can. I really do. Why do you think, I, why do we, why do you think we go? Why do you think we do? Because there's, there's not much time, friend. There's no, Dad, you're 73. There's not much time. There's not much time for you to get rewards. You've only been saved two years. Not much time. All I'm telling you is that we better do as much as we can now. Three years, they're right. There's not much time. There's not much time. There's not much time for any of you in here. There's not much time to get rewards. And we better do it now. We better do it now. Because one day, these were followed by the rewards. But what if everybody else is followed by them and then we have nothing behind us? I tell you, beloved, these saints stay right. They stayed right in a world that went wrong. They stayed right, and we must stay right. Amen. Everybody in here want to stay right? Amen. I want to stay right. Uh, we must press on. If we'll remain faithful, if we will represent faithfulness, we will one day be able to rejoice forevermore. And that is the truth. This is the remnant that stayed right. Remnant that stayed right. And one day... We, I believe right now, I believe right now we're that remnant. Not talking about just us, but I believe we are that remnant. There's not many. There's not many that stay with the stuff. There's many that have fallen away left and right. But I'll give you this, word of admonition, and we'll be done. Beloved, be ye steadfast.
unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain in the Lord. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Keep on for the Lord. Press on for Him. Stay right because you might be the only one left. Let's pray. Let's pray and ask the Lord to help us tonight and we'll be at liberty to go. Dear God in heaven, we love you. We praise you, God, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, we ask you, dear God, in the name of Jesus, that you'd be with each individual that's here. Lord, help us to work for you, Lord. Lord, work to show our salvation. Lord, do it now, God. We must do it. We must do it now. Lord, help us, God, not to squander our time, Lord, and, and think that we have any other time in our hands, Lord, because we certainly do not. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would help us to be more bold, to be more steadfast, Lord, to be more unmovable, to always abound in your work, Lord. And I ask you, dear God, to just please help us in every way this week, next week, Lord, every week past that, Lord, until you come. Help us, God, to continue on in those things which we have learned. And, Lord, help us to teach others also. Lord, I pray, God, that you would just please help tonight each individual here. Lord, help us, God, to continue in these things. Lord, help us, Lord, to be the remnant that stayed right. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We thank you. In Jesus' precious and holy name, keep everybody safe on the route home.